Hey there, welcome to the Club Club Podcast. My name is James Alvarado. I guess, no, I'm not the host, but I am here with uh, some other <laughs> You're people. You're definitely the host. <laughs> and with that person you just heard accuse me of being a host um, is Hannah. Host and CEO. <laughs> definitely not CEO either. But yeah, that's Hannah. Uh, we're also joined by the talent, Patrick and Zach. Great. It's never clear who's supposed to say hello first when you say it, introduce it. So it's like yeah, a good point. It's a, to stand off. Good um, point. Well, I'll say I'll say I'm actually the CFO now. So I just like the t- the talent. I like to think that the talent would know. You know, being the talent, we could go alphabetically, Patrick, and then myself. You do. It's but is a, it I guess, by first or last name. Oh, yeah, then it would tough. be the opposite. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, after that most awkward of introductions, we have an awkward episode for you <laughs> because <laughs> plans have changed. We're going to do a concept that we've thrown around uh, t- thought about doing for a while now. I think we decided to call it a potluck. Okay. So <laughs> we are each going to bring a song from an album to the table. We're going to discuss it. Would it be an album? It we cover? doesn't have to be from an album, I guess, technically. Just a song. Does it could be a exist? single. I guess yeah. it could be, yeah. Seven inch. Mm-hmm. It's the Wild West out here. So we'll talk about it, see if anybody else is interested in it, see if anybody hates it on first listen. Yeah, we're just going to try to do a little rapid fire mm-hmm. pitching songs on each other to uh, see what we think without the whole... Yeah, normally we have a, normally we have a, a week to listen. So yeah, just kind of shooting from the hip today. Yeah. We need, we need like, uh, some potluck music so we can transition into the game. Okay, so let's figure out who goes first. Are you guys ready? doing that? A random number generator. I've gone to a random choice generator. It tells you to put each choice in there on a separate line, and then you click a button, and it spits one out. I would have just done this in Excel. You could have just, like, rolled a dice. Ready? (laughs) And Patrick's name is the first one that popped out. Okay, okay, okay. Just how it worked out, guys. Relax. All right. (laughs) We can't see screen, so we don't know if there's funny business occurring. Never. Um, So, Patrick, woo us. Yeah, so okay. I'm going to describe it a little bit before I reveal what the song is. Uh, it, it's almost impossible for me to pick something that Hannah doesn't know. This is something that Hannah knows, but um, <laughs> she'll probably know immediately what I'm talking about. But anyway, this is a song that I feel is very unique. Uh, I've never heard another song. Oh, I know what it is. Like it. <laughs> and it is an older song that's kind of recorded. She's so proud of herself. I know, you could I say it right. was recorded poorly, but the way it's recorded is so perfect and amazing. It's like this lo-fi sort of sound and this like just dark like reverb on everything. But it's like this dark reverb shrouding a very, very catchy song. Um, and the name of the song is Pink Frost and it's by the band The Chills. Does anyone know this already besides Hannah? I do not. No. Okay, okay, good. So this song 
I came across originally, it's due to Hannah, but uh, Hannah put on a playlist that one of the members of Thou put together, uh, Andy Gibbs. Have you guys noticed that we have mentioned Thou in every single episode of this podcast? <laughs> have we Our, actually? Uh, yes. <laughs> Drink up. Uh, Maybe not the early ones, but like, yes. Andy Gibbs put together a playlist called Jukebox Credits, and we put that on, and this was one of the songs that stood out to me. So, yeah, it's kind of like a mixture of, like, jangliness and, like, kind of a gothic sound. Um, and the lyrics sort of tell a story about a tragic event taking place. Um, I guess I'll leave it at that for now. Um, you guys ready to listen? Yep. Let's go yes. for it. It's very post-punk. It does have a bit of a post-punk sound. It, um, this this band apparently, so they're from New Zealand, and they're from this city, Dunedin, and apparently they like were, I guess, the, the genesis or one of the bands that was the genesis of the quote-unquote Dunedin sound, which was like this kind of indie genre in New Zealand. Yeah. I, I don't know that much about it. This is just from That's a cool. little bit of research on this band, but yeah. it does have a bit of a post-punk feel. This song was perfect for me to pick for this exercise because it's by far their best song. Um, yeah, we listened to the full album the other day, finally. And I mean, it's not bad, but it's just like... There's nothing that compares to this song, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I could, I could see this... A lot, like of, a lot more listens than anything else on yeah. their Spotify. I could see just like guessing their like discography that they're very like... Is it more of the same? Like in the in the sense of like No, it's it's I mean it's similar, but it's like there's nothing the rest of their stuff is not really that gothic and I wish it was more okay. like goth, you know, like yeah. um Yeah, they really like nail that, I feel like mm -hmm. in this song. So I love the way that like that the guitars like when it gets into like the main body of the song, like like there's all that reverb on. It's like you can't even really even hear the pick attack. It's just like yeah. yeah. I just love the way that sounds. James, what did you think of it? We haven't heard from you. I thought the riff at the very beginning sounded like something that somebody would noodle at practice between songs, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then it got turned into a I song. I totally see. You that. know what I mean? Yeah. I thought it was it, cool, man. It is funny. There's like that beginning part that's like a little bit different than the rest of the song with just that like, yeah, you know, very bright sounding. Like, I was wondering like, what are they going to do with it from here? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then the um, vocals weren't what I was expecting. It was, it was yeah, good. same, same. It's a it's a very sad song though. Like you mm-hmm. said, it was like was it like a true story or was I don't it just... think it's a true story. Okay. Um, it seems to be about. I mean, I hope it's not a true story. Yeah, it it seems to be about like somebody's lover that's died accidentally somehow or something. I don't know. Sure. But and I like this idea of like I don't know. I, I like the lyrics for the way he describes the event and then he just says pink frost but like somehow you know it makes sense you know it's like yeah pink frost that's like describing the situation yeah i, I like I, when i was reading the lyrics it, pink frost is like capitalized like a proper noun <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, you you know, Pink Frost. <laughs> I actually, I haven't looked up if Pink Frost. I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's some actual meaning to that, but I don't know. What it I is. don't think yeah. there is. I think it's just a phrase he came up with. Pink uh, Frost <laughs> says it all. Um, we did it. Yeah. No one. One more funny thing before we move on from this band. Their Spotify bio is very funny. Um, there's one really funny line. Let me read this to you. The band have many faithful friends around the world in a new generation. Peter Bjorn and John, Songs, The Go Find, Panda Bear, The Shins, et al. are now covering or attempting to emulate the Chills' <laughs> unique sound. <laughs> oh, yeah. Patrick read me that. I was like, someone's mom wrote this. <laughs> I just felt like it was kind of a very yep. self-centered line. This reminds me of, uh, <laughs> we got like a new, at my old job, we got like a new vice president or whatever mm-hmm. in charge of the engineering department or whatever. And he had put out this book it was called like i think he, maybe I he came around this. when you were still there i don't think i remember this oh. and <laughs> everybody in the office goes out to amazon and buys their copies of books and are like handing it out to everybody to read like to suck up to the dude and then i remember just pointing and looking up reviews and on amazon i found his mom's reviews <laughs> <laughs> it was very positive <laughs> better be your mom doesn't leave your book a good review my son could never do anything right including this book <laughs> <laughs> do not recommend <laughs> hannah when patrick discovered this song what was that like in your house well hannah put on the playlist yeah i mean we kind of listened like, to it for, together it for the together. first time um but yeah it's become a mainstay of our household <laughs> That's awesome. Is this like a? I, I imagine Patrick like cooking dinner to this song. Yeah, we almost in, like, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yeah. Do okay. you guys have like a general playlist that you keep in your households? We have at various times, but we don't really have one right now that we're like. Yeah, we don't have one that we've updated recently. Yeah, we had one for a while that we would just like update pretty religiously, and you know, not that... listen to all the time, but sometimes. No, I will just put on an album when I'm feeling like it. Normally, uh, this when... is making me want to like make a playlist between Mallory and I and just be like, whenever you have a song you want to hear in the house, mm-hmm. just put it in this playlist. Yeah. I do that at work. Uh, myself and a couple of coworkers have like a, a collaborative playlist that yeah. we all throw stuff on. Are you allowed to go take stuff off without anybody knowing? Yep. It's great. That's good. That's good. I think that's a good way to run it. Yep. Um, Zachary. Yeah. Okay. So it's your turn. This song, especially since it is my cat's birthday. Um, I, this is a band I've listened to a lot, actually, and for some reason, I never listened to this song from them, and I discovered it recently, um, and it is the second part of, like, a trilogy, I guess. It's not like a, 
they're in no way like a progressive band like with like a like a concept album it's just like he wrote three songs about cats basically <laughs> and uh so Deep. the band is the the band is the weaker thans i don't know if anyone's listened to them yes no yeah i, I probably uh, have a little bit but i don't remember mm-hmm. yeah so it's uh them. is this a paste magazine band it maybe? uh they were probably in paste magazine but probably they're like a pretty well-regarded uh they're just like emo band yeah like early emo. And it, i don't know anytime you see it, it's they have king's x style fans of anytime you see anyone yeah, mention the weaker dance they're like fans. this is literally the most underrated band of all yeah. time and i do i mean i agree with some of that sentiment i think they are underrated but they if you're a canadian like punk band or like indie rock band you're a fan of the weaker dance mm-hmm. like in that entire scene very it, early 2000s to me yeah yeah they and, do uh, very enthusiastic fans. are they canadian they are canadian they're from winnipeg he writes a lot about canadian stuff okay. um so John K. Sampson, the vocalist, he was the bass player of the punk band Propaganda, and the Weaker Thans was is his like side project okay. of like he's just trying like to write some melodic songs. So, like so. that Propagandi, the one that's like Gandhi, but like yeah, propaganda, yeah, propaganda, propaganda, whatever. Uh huh. Yeah, I always that. like say it weird because I, you know, I, I can't I can't talk. Um. So yeah. So this song is called uh, Virtue the Cat explains. Hold on. Let me let me look at it again. I don't think I know these cat songs. I do know this band, but I don't think really? I know these cat songs. Yeah. What, what so, album am I going to? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll sh- well, I'll share it. I'll play it. Uh, but it's called Virtue. The cat explains her departure. And so, for the longest time, I had listened a ton to the first half, like the first part of the story, and I'd never listened to the song. And it's legitimately the saddest song I've ever heard. So, all right. After we're talking about someone dying, Are we gonna now we're talking understand about understand it if we didn't hear the this first part. You'll, you'll understand now. it. It's I'll it's about you. He just wrote three songs from the perspective of his cat, basically. Okay. It had something to do with the rain. Leeching loamy dirt. And the way the back lane came alive. that's it nice i liked that a lot yeah patrick you would really like this band i think yeah i think you'd like the weaker dens a lot so yeah that song and i feel like this is because i'm getting older but i was like bawling the first time i heard it <laughs> but yeah it's i don't know if you picked up on all the lyrics but like not so much i have a tough time doing that the first time i hear a song yeah but... uh but i mean it's about so the the song before this is like written from his cat's perspective as well and it's like a cat that's like so it just wants to play and is like so mm-hmm. like judgmental of its owner because it's like my owner only just wants to sit around and drink beer and is like so <laughs> self-loathing and you know let's have a party and invite all our friends and this this song is like the cat gets fed up and is like i'm actually gonna run away from home because he like doesn't doesn't give me attention and it's uh and it just goes through all the reasons of like why it is running away and when I emerge to watch abandoned machines. Describes it and then gets to the point of like the cat is just thinking about living with its owner and you know like it, it recalls like and your anger pleading in an uncertain key. 
singing the sound that you found for me. Remembering the sound that you you found for me, Good and times. then at, at the end, it's like I can't remember the sound that you found for me, which is so sad. How I'd meet into your chest while you were sleeping. Shallow breathing made me purr. like the cat not remembering its own name mm. and then the third song after this is uh after he like sobers up like the it's the not from the cat's perspective but he sobers up and is like gets a new like perspective on life and is just kind of like thinking back and like man i was a terrible person and he's a, he's imagining like the ghost of his cat like forgiving him for you know like ignoring him and stuff but it's fun he's like such a creative writer he actually used to be a professor, like for a creative writing course in mm-hmm. in Canada. So, like, like he he takes a really interesting approach to songwriting. So, mm-hmm. I think you should listen to the Weaker Thens if you're Patrick. That album you keep looking at with like the ice, yeah, bergs on it. That's the one that like I feel like I know. That's the one that has this song. On. That yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which, which album gotcha. should I listen to? Um, so I thought I had this is the, song the one Reading Tour is what Reed, this is from. Reading Tour is Zach's are... next album pick. I actually no. thought about it, but probably not. Reading Tour is their final album. They're on like long-term hiatus. John K. Sampson does solo stuff. But the one before this, I think you might enjoy just a little more. Uh, it is called Observation Room, I think. It's a little more... more like Reconstruction Left Site? And Reconstruction like Site, that's it. The one that I... Yeah, and know. I think that one's on the, the one before this. But I, like their their stuff gets like... A little more indie rock as it goes on and so like the mm-hmm. and it's a little more like punk influenced on that earlier stuff mm-hmm. so i think the the middle album is kind of like a good in between um but i've i've enjoyed all that i've listened to of the weaker then so i really liked the drum sound that we yeah. related to on this song <laughs> that we just listened to Big, yeah lots of reverb not afraid of the sound of the room <laughs> for real yeah and it was a cool beat played at the beginning too with that kind of like real quiet like or whatever yeah I, I love that and it I, I wasn't sold on that i think that was like that beat actually had me, had me skip the song originally like going through this album i was like eh whatever it didn't draw me in um but I've, I've grown to love it also as a guitar player he's like so he's he was a bass player in his previous band so i think he kind of sees himself primarily as a bass player but his guitar playing is like so simplistic but sounds so good that I, mm. I enjoy it like that little solo in the end that's just like i mean if you like look up the taps for it it's like mm. super simple i love a simple solo yeah but it, it sounds so good they're on epitaph records probably they were apparently mm-hmm. I, ep, ep, this according to wikipedia this came out on epitaph and anti or something like that those are two heavy hitters right there they were also on uh hopeless records i believe before that boy hopeless i guess had some uh street credibility back in the day huh yeah they i had Not a sampler left. i think i actually found them what's, from what's wrong with uh, hopeless records from hopeless I don't know. I just feel like now, with the, I'm not sure who's on Hopeless Records these days, I, but I feel like it's just associated with 
like bands that are not artistically pushing the limits is how i would put it maybe what are what are um, some current hopeless bands do they let use? me look it up avenge sevenfold so, baytime all time bayside all time low like bayside yeah that's a great example just like <laughs> generic pop punk yeah um so there was a the hopelessly devoted to you samplers and i think that's actually how i found the weaker found glory and it I had guess, it had like um, early thrice some 41 um, <laughs> yeah. Sunday. They have Tiny some uh, sincere engineer. They have some real bands on here. Tiger's Jaw, I guess. I think they had like Adam and his package, maybe. Like they had some okay bands, but yeah. I definitely see what you're saying. They maybe just, they're not as bad as I thought. They had like um, Metalcore era Event Sevenfold, which is funny. Yeah. I've never been able to I've just never been too fan too fond of Sevenfold. Yeah. Was there any more to say on that one? Uh I think you sold Patrick. That, I, yeah, I, I hope so. so i'm sold on it i want to listen to one of their records you, you should the weaker thans are great very underrated more underrated than king's x it's my yeah, hot that take. might be true that's probably true <laughs> also uh i'll just say john k samson has a lot of solo stuff he's doing now that's all very good um uh, the song fantasy baseball at the end of the world is spectacular if you if you want to check that out i don't think i've heard any of the solo stuff that well, style reminds sure. me of like bare naked ladies or something where there's like yeah it's clever adult contemporary touch yeah to it like something. it's like it's like nerd rock <laughs> like that's what i feel like the weaker yeah, dance is kind of the weaker dance are true. nerd rock yeah. yeah on wikipedia it said that um somebody from bare naked ladies covered that song we just listened to uh, oh really yeah yeah james wow. got this golden if, ears if you I'm look at like my job guys youtube comments people like every comment on this this song is like this is literally the saddest song i've ever heard <laughs> uh, see so when you said that i was like immediately like okay well now i gotta go get a sadder song and no. use that as my song just stick to your but i'm not one. i don't want to do wait that. you guys all did sad songs dang but like i am down to do that like our sad song potluck yeah. one time Pat- shoot, shoot out sad, patrick's sad is about song. someone shoot someone that's dying shoot that's a tongue twister there we go my <laughs> song is about a cat running away say so that's that's like five times fast oh man i already know which one sad song shoot out sad song shoot out i don't know <laughs> guys can I have you, you guys decide. choose? Can I have you guys narrow? No, 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 no. Just go with it. Whatever your first gut choice is. Dang, I just thought of another one. I, it didn't even come to me that I want to pitch on well, you guys. All right, next well, month. I have just been re-listening to this band because I remember, like, I went through probably like an essentials guide or something, or I th- maybe our friend Chris told me about them, and then I, I think no, they were on an essentials guide too, but he had told me about them too. Anyway. I went and checked them out. I liked them. It's been like a year or two since listening to them. I put them on The Office the other day and have just been enjoying listening to this album again. And it's just really good to me. I, I don't know. I think that their songs are really good. And probably not going to be a surprise to any of you when you hear it. Is um, it King's X? It is King's X. <laughs> it's no, Dog Man. Um, <laughs> the band is called No Knife. You just started playing Dog Man. No <laughs> Knife. No Knife is the this. band. And I had a hard time choosing which song i i think what kind of music are we dealing with let's here? go with the song minus one all right are you going to give us any more to go on or are we just jumping straight in i mean if you guys will know when you hear sell it, me like, on it sell me on it i'm not i just, think just that, like why a, should I like is this? it like a james i just classic. think like it's like the type of music i dig but the paul mutant i like the guitar playing a lot i like the sound of this era it's like i i can listen to this stuff all day and What's the era it's 90s post-hardcore you know okay but this okay. has some some emo yeah. too and just general alternative rock or whatever but 
And I just think the songs are really catchy. Like it's either between this one or Academy Flight song were the ones I wanted to pick. And I, I think I'll choose this one. No so, knife. Let me see if I can get it to work. Very well. Let's do. Let I'm going to change it. Let's do a. Huh? Uh, let's do Academy Flight song because I feel like it's more of the time. It's like more reflective of the time. Okay. The All song right. minus one sounds like something like that you might hear in modern times. I th- I also thought that this might interest Zach because it's got like a really mid rangey bass tone that you mm-hmm. can hear. Okay. And then Patrick, I feel like whenever we do write heavier things, this is kind of along the lines of stuff we kind of would write. This song less so than this original song I was going to pick, but anyway. What about me? Am I going to like it? <laughs> I don't know, Hannah. <laughs> I I always worry about these bands because I feel like you the bands I like, you never find their lyrics relatable or like it's not written for you. And like I always feel like you're going to have the same reaction that you do did to Deftones. <laughs> that really scarred you. Yeah. <laughs> so it is what it is. That's how. <laughs> okay. Y'all ready? Someone crashed the party and thought the worst part was over. So she took aim and struck me dead. So now I guess it's what's in fashion. Big in direction. Hey, come on now. One song only. Don't abuse the system. <laughs> that was the original one I was going to pick was that second one that started. That one sounded yeah. cool, too. I know. I thought it was like potentially more interesting to our ears this day and age, but... Uh, yeah, I thought I that it. song sounded really funny, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it like grew on me. It is cool. I uh, think it, you were great, right. Great snare sound. Yeah, I think you're right about me liking the bass tone, though. I really love that bass tone. listen to that album then zach you should yeah i'm actually very interested i also think like whenever we would throw around the idea of like you and i writing guitar riffs for a band here Mm -hmm. this is the type of music we would kind of end up in like yeah drive in territory and stuff like that i was gonna say some of those guitar at least the tones not not necessarily the riffs but we're very like at the drive-in-esque you can hear this style in a lot of bands today and i'm like why why didn't why don't i hear more about this band you know yeah yeah i also love the vocal style i feel like there's a ton of bands from this era though that like no they all about <laughs> yeah just because they kind of were forgotten for whatever reason see i think yeah. even if there weren't even i'm sure this band there's plenty unique about them i'm not an expert on this era of, yeah of music but when did this come out 99 which okay. is like later than i would I mean, have thought but, yeah i mean it's right in that 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 time though but I, they had i have two albums from them this one's called fire in the city of automatons and then there's another one i think it's called the waiting room or something and i remember both of them being like really good Although I, I like couldn't tell you apart from the other yeah. album because I haven't listened to it enough. But I would oh, say Hit, Hitman Dreams is the name. Of not it. not super sold on the the vocals, but. So I was gonna say like I the vocals I, yeah. I went back and forth about like at yeah. first I was like Ugh. It's okay, but right? then I kind of like started to like it yeah I think through. like the vocals sound very of the time like yeah um, yeah for sure and there's a style to that and it's not as present on this song but it's on a, it is like on other songs where there's this, this processed aspect to it where it's like it's doubled in a way the vocal parts are doubled in a way where it makes it sound like almost like this electronic processing or something and I I always dug that mm-hmm. there's examples of it there's like a little bit over of the phasing going on. Something like that. Uh, yeah. Like Acid Bath did it a lot. Yeah, something about the vocal style and yeah, the production, I guess, made me 
I almost think of it just like a movie or something. Like, yeah, I don't know I like what I was that. thinking yeah. of, but like, like it like sounded a, very like cinematic. Yeah. The vocals reminded me of like Eve Can you 6. hear that guy's vo- voice? Yeah. It's a similar effect, you know? And it was, yeah. it was more prevalent. Now, was see, I like different. that less. That sounds more like the kind of like torch That's, or floor style vocal yeah, to me. Yeah, it's a little more um, like, uh, yeah. Like the, the thing you played us originally, that sounded, it was more almost like tongue in cheek. Like, haha, this is a funny movie. Or something. <laughs> Whereas, like, the torch thing or whatever you just played is like taking itself really seriously like, or something. It's like we're headlining a, a dive bar somewhere. Like, that's what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the vocals have a little bit of a tongue in cheek vibe on that song. That, that first song I don't know if it's supposed like, to or not, but. Yeah, let me play just a clip from another one real quick. James, like, come I feel, on now. I feel like that song's almost like in the emo territory with the way his voice yeah. sounded. So it's like. I also liked another thing. James, you've said enough. Another thing that I liked about <laughs> that song was that the chorus was like one line and then it was just like guitar. Is that true, or did I interpret? Yeah, you got it exactly right. I think you're. Yeah. Okay. So, I told you guys that it would it would seem very, uh, like in my wheelhouse. It would seem like very predictable what my song was going to be. So mm-hmm. I felt like it was. Yeah. I, I actually didn't. It was less heavy than I would have expected. Yeah, probably. I would. I would say the same. That's there probably not what I. There was no palm muting, really. Right. No big palm muted. Less palm. riffy than I. I thought. I just like this sound. Failure. Yeah. Helmet. No knife. Yeah. Bugazi. Anyway, let's get to Hannah's pick. Let's get to Hannah's pick. Yeah, we don't... You said enough, James. <laughs> Go on, Hannah. Go on now. Right. Yeah, so my pick, um, obviously, kind of like what Patrick said, it's hard for me to pick something that he's not familiar with, so he knows this album very well. Um, but this is a, an album that came out in 2019. This band is from Boston, and... Wait, is this your band? No, um, <laughs> this album floored me the first time I heard it. And like, it's literally, like, it's probably like one of, I mean, it's definitely one of my favorite albums of all time, um, which is why I'm not going to pick it for this podcast because it's <laughs> way too near and dear to me. Um, but so the band is Pale Hound um, and this song is called Aaron. Um, so this is off Dude. of, do you know this? One of my favorite songs. It's a good song. It was on one of, okay. the, one of the, like, my recent I've playlists. never listened to this band, so. Okay. I think I probably told you about this song, but that's fine. I think that Whoa, I discovered this band on my own. Sound. Stop sharing okay. your sound, bro. I tried. I don't know how. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is at the top. Hit the stop at the top. There it is. Brooks. <laughs> Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real Brooks move. <laughs> Pitch um, the song to Zach a little bit more, Hannah. Yeah, so... I just like love everything about this song. Like the lyrics are really, really good. It's just like a very emotional song. Um, the way, so the singer, Ellen um, Kempner, Ellen Kempner sings in this kind of like whispery um, style that is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the song just like hits very, very hard. Um, and if you like this, then you should definitely check out the album because the whole album is really, really good. You ready, Hannah? Anything else you want to say? No, I'm ready. You sit in your sun with your back to 
Yeah, that's just such a good song. Yeah, so the whole album is like it's basically like a perfect album to me. The whole their whole discography is good, but that album to me is just like I don't know. It I was a step up. Yeah, definitely. it's just kind of like the best thing that they've put out. Is that so? I just I kind of caught some of the lyrics, but is that song about like transitioning or something? Because mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, that, that, that first couple of lines kind of just like. Your mother wanted to name you Aaron, but her body built you as a different man. And my friend, if you want me to, I'll call you Aaron. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can. Yeah, so Ellen's partner is trans, and so it's kind okay. of like about his experience. Um, gotcha. Or I read an interview not specific to his experience, but about learning to be comfortable in our skins. Yeah. Whether that means changing our bodies or mindsets. Yeah. I just think the lyrics are like It describes very it in beautiful. a very poetic way. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know. And it's like a very, I don't know, like compassionate way. Yeah. It's um, a very right. like compassionate song. About like helping, helping them along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And just like being there and yeah. Uh, musically, I really like that. I guess it's the chorus that kind of like start stop that they've got going on. I really feel like like the rhythm section kind of drives that song pretty well. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like the bass the and drums are really, sure. really just like grooving the whole time, you know? Yep. I really like that the like kind of verse guitar riff thing that it starts on to the it's like kind of right up my alley. What about you, James? Already one of my favorite songs. I'm glad you picked it. Yeah. Do you like the whole album or have you just? I do. And it it, it just made me realize that I don't have my 2019 music Mm. readily available for my foo bar here. So I'm trying to download it (laughs) frantically. Getting his his tags ready. So have you seen Pale Hounds locally or? Yes. Okay. So the very first time, yeah. So they're a Boston band, um, you know, kind of came up in the like DIY basement Boston scene and they've, you know, kind of gotten you know a good bit of notoriety now like nationally yeah but when we not that long after we moved here we saw pale hound open for alex g and that was probably like 2015 or so and so that was like i think i had heard the name you know just in kind of starting to get familiar with the boston music scene but i hadn't like seen them or really heard them um and is that the only time that we've actually seen them oh at, that, that was at Cuisine and Motel. True, but I know because, like, yeah, I feel like, but I haven't seen them since I've like become like a bigger fan. You know, like when this when this album came out in 2019, like that's really what made me like a huge fan. It must have been a release show, but like, why weren't we there? I don't know, but I don't think that I've like seen them <laughs> since. But there might be another time that we saw them. So at least once, but maybe another time too. I'm not sure, but not recently. I mean, I haven't seen anyone recently, but same yeah (laughs) but even like before covid like i hadn't seen them in like 2019 or anything thank you for listening i hope you didn't mind the new format or the alternative format for this episode Email us at clubclub at hardwarecables.com. The Cookie Monster 258 is Zach. I wish you could skateboard. It is Hannah and Patrick. Hard Audio Cables on Instagram.